Hi there. Welcome to the Health Analytic Insights Podcast. This podcast is all about creating a community of like-minded individuals who are passionate about the field of health informatics. I hope to share information and advice in topics such as health analytics, digital health, biomedical engineering, and data visualization in healthcare. And in exchange, I would love to hear from you, dear listener, about your experience and interest in this field. You can drop me a line at healthanalyticinsights at gmail.com. And this email, along with any references discussed during this podcast, will be listed in the show notes below. If this resonates with you, don't forget to follow and subscribe to this podcast, as I'll be releasing new episodes bi-weekly. Welcome everyone to the Health Analytic Insights Podcast. And on this episode, I'm going to be interviewing Jennifer and Dara. Jennifer completed her bachelor's degree in health sciences from Western University and a master's in health informatics from the University of Toronto. She has been working in the health informatics field for the past few years with experience in a variety of healthcare organizations. For example, tech startups, hospitals, consulting firms, etc. Jennifer is currently a management consultant specializing in project management and business analysis at Accenture in their strategy and consulting division. Dara is a clinical applications manager at Women's College Hospital, possessing over 10 years of professional experience in information technology and clinical admin settings in the healthcare industry. She's also a professor at George Brown College in the Health Informatics Postgraduate Program. Dara has a keen appreciation for the importance of work-integrated learning and the value of bridging theory and practice. Jennifer and Dara are the co-founders and board members of the Health Informatics Pair Group. This not-for-profit organization focuses on providing education and networking opportunities for individuals and students who are looking to kickstart their career in the field of health informatics. So Jennifer and Dar, would you be able to provide insight into how you first got interested in health informatics? Hi everyone, my name is Jennifer. I started in the field of health informatics. It wasn't really a, a kind of straightforward path for me. I started off in the financial industry when I was working at uh, CIBC during my co-op summers while doing my bachelor's in health science from Western University. I started working in business banking technology where I was a business analyst working on some technology projects within the bank. And I really fell in love with project management and technology. So what I wanted to do was merge my passions for technology, healthcare, because that's what my bachelor's degree was in, as well as project management. So that's how I ended up in the health informatics field. I decided right after my undergrad to do my master's um, in health informatics at U of T. And since then, since my practicum, I've been working in the industry for the last uh, few years. So I started off working at a rehabilitation hospital, working on some projects with their corporate internet system, as well as some other clinical information system implementations. And then I moved into a startup. Then I went back to the hospital setting in an ambulatory hospital called Women's College Hospital in Toronto. And I am currently now working at Accenture as a management consultant, specializing in project management and business analysis analysis in the healthcare industry. So that's a little bit about my background. Okay, great. Thanks, Jen. And thank you for having me here. So 
I completed my bachelor's in health studies, which is in health policy and management from New York University. And health informatics, we had, I remember we had a certification in New York University, but it never occurred to me. So the field was completely unknown to me till I actually got a secretary job at UHN. And during that work training, there was the one trainer who was teaching me system that how do you navigate through electronic medical record? And the moment that she was teaching me, I'm like, what field is she in? I would love to do something like this. Mm. So that's how it occurred to me. And then I looked for the health informatics. I, I, I just hunted down the IT department, basically where she was from, and then figured out that it's it's really health informatics field. So I looked into doing the post-grad in health field. So did my post-grad certification from George Brown. I did not want to leave my full-time job. So I, I wanted to make sure that like, you know, I, I'm working and at the same time I'm studying. So I picked George Brown College. So that was like, you know, that's how I got into health informatics. And that's that's about it. Yeah, I like both of your stories. It's a winding path. It's not, you know, straightforward and it, it shows a lot of initiative on both of your parts in terms of how you got into the field. So that's really interesting. So can you think back to your first role in health informatics? Was that difficult? Was that a difficult process to get into the first role? Or can you talk a little bit about how you're able to actually achieve that first role in health informatics? So for my first role, it was at a rehabilitation hospital, like I mentioned, as an analyst. And the way I got into that was through the MHI program, the Masters of Health Informatics program at U of T. And it's one of the reasons why I actually recommend people who are getting into the field and who want to pursue a master's degree to go the route of U of T. Because their practicum program is very strong, they do a lot of the, the work in identifying opportunities in the industry for their students. And you're competing with other people in the program, but there are plenty of opportunities to go around. So they help you get that first foot in the door because I know how hard it is to, to be able to do that if you're not currently working in the industry or in a, a setting that offers health informatics jobs. So my entrance into the field was through my master's program, through the practicum program. So I, I got the support of the, the school to help me with my first role. And my path, was a little bit different than Jennifer because I was a clinic secretary. Then I was an admin coordinator who was managing clinic activities. And at the same time, I was also completing my health informatics postgrad program. So I always knew when I was doing health informatics postgrad that I want to be in the clinical applications department of Women's College Hospital. So I had interactions from a clinic perspective with the IT clinical applications manager, and I kept in touch. I I actually expressed my interest to volunteer for one of the system updates that was coming up. And solely thing that I was doing, quite honestly, with system upgrades was because I was volunteering at that time, turning on and turning off the computers. And I feel like that kind of changed uh, my career trajectory because um, for me to take that initiative, reaching out to a clinical applications manager, mm-hmm. and you know uh, she noticed that, and she's been my great mentor for me and Jen, both of us, Albina. So it's it's that time when I actually initiated the volunteering for the department. That's how I got more involved. That was a new project, system training project. So. 
I actually worked with one of the analysts to create that training module. And I was given an opportunity to record that training module from a clinic perspective, which was a great exposure for me at that time. So I think taking initiative for me changed and opened those doors within the hospital. I was applying outside as well, but things worked out within the hospital via networking and reaching out and taking initiative. Oh, I really like that. So we have one situation where, you know, through your master's, you look for internships, call placements, another situation where you grow your network through taking the initiative and looking for people who have uh, similar backgrounds in the field. So this is great advice for people who are looking to enter the field. And for my own self, I worked in a nonprofit for around two years, you know, developing skills in Power BI and uh, Python and those types of technical skills. And then I was able to leverage that into a role in health informatics. So there's many different ways that you can kind of get into the field, but these are just some of the different situations that um, we have all used. So hopefully that's helpful for listeners as well too. And uh, segueing to talk about the health informatics peer group, can you guys talk about why you decided to start this organization and then maybe give one expected result that you have learned from starting this organization? Yeah, absolutely. So the, the health informatics peer group is a nonprofit organization that Dara and myself started. We just celebrated our one year anniversary back in December. We started, I guess, lecturing at some universities, so York University specifically in their health informatics program. And we always offer after we do a, for people to reach out to us if they have any questions. So after we did a few guest lecturing sessions, we got a ton of messages on LinkedIn and we started meeting with people individually, but we quickly realized that a lot of these people, these new graduates, they have the same kind of questions about the industry, what opportunities exist, any advice that we want to give them, those types of things. And we were thinking about the most efficient way for us to, to reach all of these individuals at once and provide them with as much guidance as we can possibly get while taking into consideration our busy schedules. So we decided to form this health informatics peer group, which is a group of students and individuals. It doesn't have to be students. It, all, it could also be individuals who are just interested in learning about the field. We meet once a month for about an hour. And each session that we have with each other has a different theme associated with it. So one month we can talk about electronic medical records and the next we can talk about emerging trends and new technologies. So we kind of give them a, a little bit of a presentation, Dara and I facilitate, and then we have guest speakers come in and they do a little presentation themselves. And then we're open for a Q&A session. So a lot of that is the opportunity for the participants in our program to ask us and the guest uh, speakers any questions they may have. So that's kind of how it got started, just based off of people reaching out to us via LinkedIn. And I don't know if there's anything else you want to add to that, Dara? I think one thing I would just add, I agree with everything that Jen said, but like for me and Jen, when people reach out to us in LinkedIn, and now that, you know, we are in an industry for a few years, so we do feel like helping that new generation, it genuinely makes us so happy because Quite honestly, when I was in health informatics program, there were not a platform like that where you have a chance to connect with the consulting side, public sector versus private sector. I bring in public sector. Jen brings in public and private, both sector of health informatics. Mm -hmm. And giving that platform for students to network with rest of the 
people in the industry, whether it's an analyst, whether it's a manager level, whether it's a project manager, whether it's a trainer. So giving them a different perspective, I didn't even know what kind of jobs exist when I actually did the health informatics quite honestly. So I feel like with this peer group, we're able to tell them what industry is like. And it's not just one kind of a job. There are different sectors of the job. So giving them a perspective, showing them an opportunity of this is how you can, you know, whatever, like job opportunity. Networking skills is very important. So really, really, you know, honing that skill. Me as a student, I'm going to be quite honest, I did not leverage uh, networking skill as much, but it's it's very important. Soft skills are very important. So we talk about these topics a lot. Just to add to to Dara's comments, with our sessions, we get to talk about the theory around health informatics. So we'll say like, yeah, in health informatics, you can work with electronic medical records. But what we also do is bring in our real life examples of projects that we've worked on related to that topic that we're talking about. So it's not just like, oh, yeah, you can, you know, configure an EMR. It's like, no, this is an actual project that as an analyst, you could be doing in this type of role. So we try to bring back a lot of real life examples um, into this because we've gotten a lot of feedback from our, our, our participants. And that's one of the things that they really liked about our program, that and getting to know the guest lectures and, and some of the other opportunities in the health informatics field. And I just wanna say the, the, the second part to your question about the unexpected results of starting this group. I think for me, one of the unexpected thing was seeing the amount of people who are in the field, already working in the field, who are interested in getting involved with the group. So people who aren't participants, but they've heard about our group and they wanna be guest speakers and they wanna just volunteer their time to help to help grow this program. I was actually very shocked because it is a volunteer-based opportunity for these guest speakers. And we have a ton of people who are interested in sharing their work and their experience and their career journey. So it's I was very pleased to, to see that type of reaction. And I think from my side, uh, from unexpected results for me, one more thing that I want to add in Jen's, what Jen said was Professionals are excited to share their journey with the students and they're willing to help out. So when we created this platform, thinking that we will connect with connect students with professionals, Mm -hmm. this is actually the enthusiasm from professionals as well to be able to help out this uh, next generation. So I think to see that was uh, really good. And one of the other things was Quite honestly, we started this with very limited number of students, 15 students, and we didn't know. Currently, we have close to 900 followers on LinkedIn, which was quite uh, unexpected. And um, we have application uh, process to be admitted in this mentorship program. Due to limitation and we want to maintain the quality of the program, we actually have to pick and choose the application. That was also unexpected. So the, the interest has been very, very much. And we've been also seeing interest from overseas as well. People who are looking to move into the country, they want to learn about it, learn about the field. So we've been seeing a little bit of interest from overseas too, which was very interesting. (laughs) Absolutely. And one thing I really liked about what you guys had said in the past is getting that real world exposure to problems that actually exist in the health informatics field is so key. Like you can read all about it in the textbook, but exactly if you're implementing an EHR system, like that has so many different aspects to it, change management, all these types of things that it's great for people to get exposure and learn about. 
and then just understanding what are the job titles they can search for. Like this field is so new. You don't have established, you know, titles like a project manager or business analyst. Sometimes you can have in the health informatics field, like a clinical application analyst, and you wouldn't know that's a role until you actually hear that title. So you can go and search it. So it's just awesome that you have this, this group that people can really learn from and get a lot of uh, value from. And one of the questions I had is in your peer group, what are the backgrounds of the cohort members? Are they people who have a mix of uh, clinical and technical experience? And who would be a best fit for this uh, peer group? So like Dara mentioned, we do have some people who are international who have joined the program, but it kind of varies about their, their background. We have people who are physicians who are looking to transition into the field of health informatics. And we have people who are new graduates or, you know, coming great, like, year three or four of their health informatics program. We have people who are just interested in learning more about the field from other industries too. So it kind of varies. In terms of the best fit for the peer group, our program starts off with the basics um, of health informatics and then we build off those foundations. So it's really for people who are new to the field, who want to get to know what kind of opportunities exist, what type of projects are going on right now, what's happening in the industry. Although I'm sure some of uh, the kind of seasoned health informaticians who've been working in the industry could get some, would benefit from the program as well if they wanted to learn about what's kind of the current trends and new technologies that are out there. But really, we're, we're more targeted towards the people who are new to the field or who are, are graduating from their health informatics programs. The last question I have is, where do you hope to see the health informatics field grow in the next five years? So for me, I, I'd like to see it in the next five years, like focus more on patient-centric care through like interoperability of um, information systems. So having electronic medical records and other systems integrate with each other to help support the patient throughout their entire continuum of care um, as they progress through the health system. And that'll help with like patient care outcomes, um, like improve patient safety. So that's It'll allow for like proper medication reconciliation and having like full patient histories and things like that. But it also helped decrease healthcare spending with like duplicate tests and stuff like that. So I hope to see a little bit more growth in that area. In addition to what Jen said, I would say with the pandemic, it's been a great step towards virtual care, but we have a lot to improve on a virtual care. Now that we're going to digitization in the healthcare industry, we need to keep in mind what's going to happen with the population that do not have access to the to the digital solutions or to the device. So keeping that equity lens in mind as well as we're moving so fast toward technology, which is great, but also keeping that equity lens in mind and care model strategy, as Jen said, integration. So The care model strategy is going to be very key. AI, machine learning, data analytics. Now that we're looking into, we're going to have so much data. How do we utilize that data with the dashboard and reports and whether it's a research? So it's it's a very exciting time for the industry, I would say. Five, 10 years ago, a lot of people, they did not know what the industry is about. And now there's a lot of traction from the young people who are recently graduating and want to specialize the health information. There are also clinicians who are in the, like, for example, nursing role, and they want to come into health because it's so much valuable to have their clinical background and to be able to contribute with this industry. It's, it's so valuable 
So for this industry, such exciting uh, decade, five years, I can even say like 10 years coming down the road, it's going to be very exciting. Yeah, absolutely. And as you said, like in terms of equity, that's going to be very important as we have all these advancements, making sure that, you know, in rural remote, remote areas of Canada, we're still allowing people to have access to digital health care. Thank you again, Jennifer and Dara, for your insights. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. It was great. Thank you for listening to the Health Analytic Insights Podcast. I'd love to hear from you about topics I should cover in future episodes. Please consider subscribing and leaving a review. Have a wonderful day.